Thank you for joining us as we walk with God. This is Brenda McCord. Walt and I are thankful for this opportunity to participate with the Awakening in America, an outreach of the Himmelreich Memorial Christian Library. Welcome, friends. We are so glad you're listening today. Walt, here's a question for you. Uh oh. When do you praise the Lord? You know, I I, I, need, I praise the Lord at home. Uh, I praise the Lord in the car. But really, I mean, the biggest time I praise the Lord and have a focused time is when I'm at church. And I, I just love our church and their their praise team, the the choir. The it's just wonderful. And we also often praise the Lord when we're out on walks. You know, oh, yeah. Snickers likes to go for walks several times in the day. But we'll look at the sunrise. We'll look at the clouds at sunset, the scenery, beautiful colors. Those all tend to draw our focus to the Lord. Well, even tonight, there's a full moon and there's this halo around the moon. It was just beautiful. It was. And so and we... we- yeah, yeah, we both we, we, we both were praising it. the Lord. Yep. <laughs> well, today we will look at a story from Israel's history found in the book of Second Chronicles, turning to chapter twenty. King Jehoshaphat has just received some very bad news. Men arrive in Jerusalem to report this to him. A great multitude is coming against you from Edom, the Moabites and the Ammonites. In fact, they are assembled at En Gedi. And when we think of where is En Gedi, well, it's one of our favorite places in Israel. I think every place we go to in Israel is <laughs> Well, one you of know, our that part's places. true. But in other words, the spring of the wild goats down by the Dead Sea. And it is a beautiful walk in that park area now and looking at all the wildlife. But these armies have come across from the Dead Sea, from the area of Edom, the Moabites, the Ammonites, these three groups that are lined up on the eastern side of the Dead Sea. These military forces have come across, they're at En Gedi, and they are going to march up through the Tekoa Ridge and head north to Jerusalem. And here we have verse 3, Then Jehoshaphat was afraid and set his face to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. In this verse, we see Jehoshaphat. Yes, he's the king of Judah, but he is a man and he is afraid. The scripture tells us fear is a very real emotion for people. How do we deal with our fear? Well, Jehoshaphat was afraid and then he set his face to seek the Lord. So in his frailty, in his fear, Jehoshaphat set his face toward the Lord And then he proclaimed a fast among the people. He wants his people to know this is a serious threat against the security of their nation, the safety of their homes and their families. And continuing into verse 4, Judah assembled to seek help from the Lord. What a response. Oh, Mm. that our nation would assemble to seek help from the Lord. From all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. They came together. They came and they wanted to ask the Lord for his help. They were going to fast together. And their purpose for gathering was to seek God's help. 
this phrase is repeated in these two verses, verses three and four. Jehoshaphat set his face to seek the Lord. He declared a national period of fasting. The people of Judah have now gathered together to cry out to the Lord. Yeah, and as Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah in Jerusalem, um, they assembled there the house by the house of the Lord in this new court. And he continues on from verse 3 into verse 4. And he said, O oh Lord, God of our fathers, are you not the God in heaven? Um, God Almighty is the God of heaven. But not only there, he goes on, you rule over all the kingdoms of all the nations here on earth. So he's the God of heaven. He's the God of earth. He's the God in charge of all the nations. In your hand are power and might so that none is able to withstand you. Did you not, our God, drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel? And you gave this land to the descendants of Abraham, your friend, the Abrahamic covenant found in Genesis 15. And we have lived here. and We've built a sanctuary for your name. Lord, he's reviewing biblical history. And then he goes on, he said, Lord, if disaster comes upon us, if the sword of judgment or pestilence or famine, we will stand before the house and before you and we'll cry out to you in our affliction and you will hear, and I love this, in our affliction, we cry out, you hear and you will save. Wow. <laughs> These are powerful words. And then Jehoshaphat continues on in looking back at some some history of Israel. Yeah, and I'm so glad because, Walt, I know you love history and I know you've dug in here. So let's hear it. Okay, a little confession. If I could do <laughs> one more degree. Yeah, one more. It would be a <gasps> master's in history. And, and yeah, my, my wife's looking at me cross. So now behold, the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, that's the ancient Edomites. So they these are the three nations that are lined up right beside Judah, um, and they're all together, and they're coming, whom you would not let Israel invade when they came from the land of Egypt, and whom they avoided and did not destroy. Behold, they reward us by coming up to drive us out of your possession, God, which you have given to us as an inheritance. Oh, God, will you not execute judgment on them? And, and he's reminding them in Genesis 19 that their brother nations, their descendants of Lot and, and Esau, their, their descendants, their brother nations. And when Israel came out of Egypt and they went, wanted to go through their territory, they, they said, no, you cannot pass. We'll come out against you. And God says, no, you're, you're not to invade them. You're not to wipe them out. We will invade and wipe out the, the nations in Canaan, but you will not wipe them out because they're brothers. And now these brothers have said, let's band together and let's go and let's fight against Israel as one combined army. And and continuing on, the king, we are powerless against this great horde that is coming up against you. We do not know what to do. Have you ever been there? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know yeah. what to do. But our what a eyes, confession! Oh here, yeah, yeah, you know. I mean, and this is the king. The king's always supposed to know what to do. He he's supposed to have all the answers. But instead, this leader, this leader says, "I don't know what to do. We don't know what to do." But our eyes are on you. What a great phrase! You know, you acknowledge who God is truly is. He's the God of heaven. He's the God of earth. He's the God in charge of the nations. We're confused. We don't know what to do. I feel powerless. I don't have the answer, but 
boldly tell the Lord, I don't know, but you, my eyes are on you, and you know what to do. There's real even power in that humility, right? That when we bow before the Lord, um, as you said, the God of heaven and earth, and tell him how much we need him, how much we're leaning into him. And as you said, our eyes are on you for a king, for a leader to confess that. Oh, oh, that we would have more humble leaders in our nation, but even more importantly, that we would have humble leaders in the body of Christ, in our churches, and in our missions organizations, and they would be servant leaders, and they would say, I might not have the answer, but God does, and I'm going to pray and wait on him. I'm going to fast, and I'm going to call the people that, that, are, that are involved in this ministry to fast and say, God, you and your guidance is more important than food. Well, this is such a powerful chapter. We love it, but we want to continue because we've had really some great application already, but we aren't even all the way through the verses we want to talk about today. The armies of Moab and Ammon and Edomites have gathered down at Engedi. They're preparing to march up to Jerusalem for battle. They are coming against Judah to destroy them. But let's notice the response of the people of Judah as their king calls them to See the Lord, seek after him, and come into a time of fasting. Meanwhile, all Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives, and their children. I just love this. The people came before the Lord, all of them. This biblical text points to a gathering of entire families. You see their little ones, infants, toddlers, wives, their children, those mid, those tweens and teens. They brought them all. Why? Because if these three armies come against them, they will utterly destroy them. Their families will die. You know, there are times when we need to bring our family together. We need to pray together. We need to seek the Lord's guidance and direction. And you know, while I think back to the year of 2001, and we were finishing up our time at Dallas Seminary and asking the Lord where he would have us go to serve him um, in this next ministry stage of our life. And we, I remember the night we called our boys in on our bed and we all sat there and we, we prayed together. There were a lot of tears. Um, it's not easy to move, um, and to relocate, but we did bring our family together and we saw God work in some powerful ways in that particular move. Yeah, that, that was a hard move, but it was a good move. And now the boys look back as they're men and they're involved in ministry. They look back and they say, we're so glad that you moved us on. Well, going on from that head to heart, we see that the spirit of the Lord then came upon Jehaziel. He is a Levite of the sons of Asaph, and in the assembly, he stands up. The spirit comes upon him, and these are the words he speaks. Listen, all Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you. Thus says the Lord. And that's a key phrase. That's, he's saying, I'm going to give a prophecy. And we know about a prophet, what he was to be 100% accurate. Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed at this great horde. For the battle is not yours. It is God's. Tomorrow, go down against them. 
This is where you'll find them. They will come up by the ascent of Ziz. You will find them at the end of the valley, east of the wilderness. You will not need to fight in this battle. Do you hear the Lord's message? You will not need to fight in this battle. Three armies are coming against you. Stand firm. Hold your position. See the salvation of the Lord on your behalf, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid. Don't be dismayed. Wow, that's a message that calls the hearts of the people to trust in the Lord. Really, God? Did you hear the facts? The enemy has gathered down at En Gedi to destroy us. And they're marching, and God says, oh, don't worry about this. The battle's not yours. It's the Lord's. And and I wonder... Really? I mean, what? Are, so what are we to expect? Well, I love the response of Jehoshaphat and the, and the nation. Jehoshaphat bows his head, and he puts his face to the ground, and in humility before the Lord, he leads his nation. And then all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, they fell down before the Lord. They bowed their heads, and they worshiped the Lord. And the Levites and the Kohathites and, and the Korahites, they stood and they praised the Lord, the God of Israel, with a very loud voice. And I just love this. There's this humility humility, and, and bowing down before the Lord, but then they stand up and they start praising the, loud, the Lord with a loud voice. They arose early in the morning. They went out to the wilderness of Tekoa, and Jehoshaphat said, Hear me, Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you will be established. Believe his prophets, and you will succeed. The prophecy that we just had. And then he appointed those to sing to the Lord and praise him in holy attire. And they went before the army. I love this. The, the praise band is going before the army. And it's like, hey, why don't you guys lead us into this battle? But we're to give thanks for the Lord's steadfast love, which endures forever. I love that phrase. And that phrase is repeated many times in the book of Psalms. Over 2,500 years ago, this song of worship and praise in Hebrew has been sung unto the Lord for 2,500 years. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for his steadfast love endures forever. And um, if we had the time, I'd go ahead and sing that song in Hebrew, because I know it in Hebrew, but we'll just say save that for another night. And so the praise team led the people, give thanks to the Lord for his steadfast love endures forever. They went into the wilderness of Tekoa. The worship band is leading the way, and the Lord went before them. And when they began to sing and praise, the Lord set an ambush against the men of Ammon, Moab, and the Edomites, which is Mount Seir, who had come against Judah so that they were routed. For the men of Ammon and Moab rose against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, devoting them to destruction. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, they all helped to destroy one another. An Arab proverb, Walt, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. These people do not like each other. The Ammonites, the Moabites, and the Edomites, they don't like each other. They're they're, um, brothers through Lot, um, the Ammonites and the Moabites, the Edomites are children of Esau, Jacob's brother. There is disagreement, there's strife between these three armies, and God 
just stirred that pot, as it were, and they turned on one another. They all helped to destroy each other. And it makes sense because they, they were occupying the same area. They were fighting over water and land and food. And then they said, you know, instead of fighting each other, let's join together and fight Judah. But, but they have three different languages and they live in three different areas and they were rivals with each other. And God used that to, to really cause a spirit of dissension and it ended up in their total destruction. The text continues, when Judah came to the watchtower of the wilderness, they looked towards the horde and behold, there were dead bodies lying on the ground. None had escaped. And it goes on and it says they came for the spoil. And this is kind of unusual because usually an army gets spoil only after they, they defeat their enemy. But it seems like it's possible, and take this with a grain of salt, it's, it's possible that they were bringing things because they were planning on staying. They're not just going to wipe out the nation. They're going to take over their homes and their fields, and they're going to expand their countries. And on the fourth day of assembly in the Valley of Baraka, which is the blessed of the Lord, there's this valley that we call, this is Valley of Blessing because God came. God came and he battled for his people. And then they returned to Judah and Jerusalem with Jehoshaphat at their head, returning with joy for the Lord had made them rejoice over all their enemies. Well, Jehoshaphat and the men of Judah return up to Jerusalem from the Valley of Tekoa. They are rejoicing. And I love verse 28 here. They came to Jerusalem with harps and lyres and trumpets to the house of the Lord. And the fear of the Lord came on all the kingdoms of the countries when they heard that the Lord had fought against the enemies of Israel. So the realm of Jehoshaphat was quiet, for his God gave him rest all around. You know, they went into this battle, they confessed that they were fearful They sought the Lord and asked for him to go before them. And the response was, the battle's not yours. The battle belongs to God. I will go before you. I love Psalm 98 verses 5 and 6 sings praises to the Lord with the lyre, with the lyre and the sound of melody, with trumpets and the sound of the horn. Make a joyful noise before the King, the Lord. You know, a head to heart for us as we close today, it's so important. No matter what you're facing right now, and and there are many of you who are listening, we don't we don't know who you are. There are those of you listening, we do know that you're facing difficult times, whether it's financial, with work, with relationships, with medical issues. Whatever you're facing right now, stop, look to the Lord and seek Him. Take time to praise the Lord, sing to Him. Perhaps you have a hymnal and you can get that out. Sing some of your favorite hymns, some songs of praise. Turn on your radio, Spotify, uh, listen to Apple Music, whatever works for you. Turn your heart to the Lord. Be honest and tell Him what you're facing and just how you're feeling. He wants His children to offer praise up to Him. Well, friends, we've walked through a battle and we saw that the Lord is victorious. Until the next time that we are together, may you continue to walk with God. Thank you for joining us as we walk with God. This is Brenda McCord. 
Walt and I are thankful for this opportunity to participate with the Awakening in America and outreach of the Himmelreich Memorial Christian Library.